0: in the cabbage Welcome to in the cabbage This is crazy
1: when- this, is, this is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this I Tommy Sweat Andrew Wood Please subscribe please listen please
0: download like to just a reminder Keep swinging cabbage <laughs> it's crazy this is, it's,
1: this is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this it, like uh, the, the look on your face right now is just glowing beaming the smile on your face is, is truly ear to ear right now but yes uh, here, uh, here we are doing this
0: this is just wow. Well, <laughs> it was just a dream and now it's not but uh, this i mean it's cabbage. it's
1: over two years in the making at this point plenty of talking
0: point of talking about no. it, not much
1: doing it. Right. <laughs> Until the wife he had to step on me and say, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Shout out, Madison. It's truly, yes. truly. Um, I, I mean, the microphone sounds a little... It just, it just feels a little interesting in the hand still. I'm just getting used to this. Yeah. I mean, everything about this is just I'm Usually, I'm usually like a two-man expressive talker, but now I just have Ew. to have this thing loot One in my hand. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: man.
1: Um, So this is in the cabbage. Mine, Tommy Swain.
0: This is my best friend. My... You know, best man, Andrew
1: Witt. What's up, y'all?
0: So I think basically why we started this was because, one, we do this anyways about
1: two, three nights a week. Yeah, I'd say at least. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where we, we, we kind of just, we, we thought it'd be a fun idea, but just kind of ran with it because it was something that we just were doing anyway. So we might as well just hold this metal thing in front of us. Yeah, and really hope it
0: maybe helps other people. I think we have unique perspective on a lot of things, and uh, we want to you know, highlight when it could get tough and how people can get out of it.
1: Yeah, you want to talk a little bit more about if if someone were not to be a, um, I would say a golf enthusiast, like what in the cabbage is stands for, and like what maybe it kind of means, and we can totally. get a look, like a quick background on how we kind of um, are basing the show off that. Right, I think
0: in the cabbage in golf terms, means you're in the bad part of the golf course. Mm-hmm. You're not where you should be. You're in the tree line. You're underneath. You're in thick rough. Mm-hmm. It's it's thick. It's mm-hmm. bad. You're in the cabbage. Totally. But the best part about being in the cabbage mm-hmm. is hear. the hero
1: shots. that You get out of them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you those are uh, like little windows of opportunity where you can truly shine. You know, make some miracles happen and pull off the miracle. And I think that's the one of the best parts of golf is that even though you don't have a shot, there's always a shot. Mm-hmm.
0: Even if the shot's like laying up to a right. safe, of course. And that can even be a better option sometimes than pushing the envelope. But
1: and that uh, can also, you know kind of encompass a little bit more of what we're talking about. Yes, it's golf or it's other sports or it's life or it's relationship or bad habits or whatever we kind of want to talk about and bring that into the uh, quote-unquote kind of the shit and then maybe looking to progress out of that.
0: It's a comedy sports podcast. We're going to be talking about all sports, but mainly theming in golf. It's what we are obsessed about. It's where um, we Currently, spend the most of our time in our friendship besides doing our nightly hangouts when we sneak out. We're night. obsessed with it. let's, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and yeah. let's
1: let's just throw it out there that we live, breathe, we talk about doing golf trips. We talk about doing anytime we get any sort of cash. Yeah. any sort of wiggle room or no wiggle room and we're going to mm-hmm. make the wiggle room. It's yeah. talking about a golf trip, yeah. you know, a quick one night stay over in Palm Springs. <laughs> you yeah. know, you kind of name it. I mean, um, yeah. it, it's something that we love doing, fell in love with. Not too long ago actually. I mean, I always kind of like had an affinity for it. Oh, uh, for sure. You were
0: you were definitely the catalyst in our golf obsession.
1: I mean, you yeah. used to from what I remember, you were from a young kid in San Diego, you were like yeah, that was pretty bananas. I mean, I talk about me peaking as a young boy. But actually, it was fun too because I'm, I'm. It's okay to a little. I'm going to dive into this a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it'd be kind of fun. You know how like, in certain situations when you're younger and you don't fully appreciate what's going on. Totally. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm playing like football, and it's like, you know, hotter than hell. Right. And I got the pads on and the helmet and coach is yelling at me. It's like, yeah, that kind of sucks. But like, still you're with the boys. You're playing like football, team sport. Right. You're learning how to do that kind of stuff. You don't realize how cool those moments are yeah. until you're not until doing you it. Exactly. Until, until you step happening. out of it. Right. And that was a really cool thing. And I think that's what when I really knew how, how much of that I truly enjoyed golf as a sport. Was when I was going down to San Diego and I would spend a week down there um, at my aunt and uncle's and uh it was a fantastic little situation grandma would uh drop me off at the golf course at like 7:45 8 in the morning i'd have like 5 bucks to my name but i'd just get a hot dog and a soda at lunch and i would just camp out there all day long right. by myself Knocking, putts around the green, chipping, bunker shots. I mean, what talk about an unbelievable facility as like a young kid. But I was doing that when I was like ten years old. Then I'd go and play eighteen right at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I was, I mean, by far one of the highlights of every summer that I did that. Super fun,
0: right? And I think that was. I mean, that's been the main catalyst in our, like you know, in our friendship and developing this golf obsession with it. I mean, we met in high school. You were a freshman. I was a sophomore. Yeah, you know, I might have hand-eye coordination, but your boy, <laughs> is two left feet,
1: no athletic ability besides hand-eye, and you came in. You got to make a strong case though for that hand-eye coordination. The hand-eye its, coordination. it's elite. It's it elite to this day. I was a three-sport athlete. Yeah, yeah. You can That's you can definitely. I mean, the letters, three sports. That's three sports varsity. That's a loaded up jacket right there. You know, Not a lot of other patches were for league titles or anything. Like nope. That. Our teams we, weren't very we good. Would, we went to look at the hills after all, you know. Yeah, well, our teams weren't very great, yeah. but <laughs> I did play three
0: sports. Um, and you were the young gun coming in, insanely athletic. You were dunking in seventh grade. Yeah, it was eighth, it was eighth,
1: eighth grade. grade. I mean, it was barely a dunk, but like, you know, it's getting still, up there. I've never
0: dunked the basketball and I'm 6'5. <laughs> like, I, I should have at some point been able to dunk the basketball.
1: The most I was able to ever you, do is grab the one. You wheel. know, you are 6'5, but like, you do got, you're, you're blessed with those T Rex arms. Yeah. <laughs> short, short arms. <laughs> Real short
0: arms, man. Um, and I think, you know, at first, you know, there were some bumps on my end. I was a little jealous, a little insecure. Um, but we blossomed into an amazing friendship that, Basically, never stopped from volleyball, um, junior, like playing on the JB yeah. team. From then on out, we spent, I mean, I mean summers together. Yeah. Hours. I mean, lived at your I parents' house. I think there house. was a time where we literally,
1: I, I don't think that you left my parents' place for like three or four days.
0: Yeah. I mean, I lived there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a point there where it was just, I would maybe like, who's over? And you'd be like, it's obviously Tommy. He hasn't, <laughs> yeah. hasn't left. Yeah, yeah. A shout out to your parents for being, you know... The
1: amount of fried rice that we consumed was unbelievable. <laughs> Mama would yeah. shout out to that fried yeah, rice. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, just all time. <laughs> just so elite.
0: I, I also think you have an unfair advantage with your digestive system because there was a good...
1: <laughs> Here we go. A good week
0: we stayed with each other during the summer. <laughs> and we did the same sports. We slept. We were doing the...
1: Exa- I mean, we we're, the, we, were we were living with each attached other. Attached at the hip.
0: Correct. And at... There was just happened to be a scale at this volleyball game we were at. Like, let's see what weight we're at. You were ten pounds down from oh, your I original it, weight. I, thought I was like
1: three or four, three or four yeah. down, three me, or four down.
0: A little exaggerated. Yeah, <laughs> three to four pounds down. And I think I was five to six heavier. Yeah, that so, was that was the case. Those I, were the numbers. The fried rice didn't help.
1: My... I mean, it was our diet consisted of sour patch kids right. and fried rice. Well, I think my diet still consists of that. <laughs> it's goaded you can't touch it you can't touch the stuff
0: i don't think it's changed much but i think from that you know love of sports um only crew for us you're um, a d1 volleyball player semi-professional played overseas i mean
1: i think we got to back this story up just before we started getting super into what i had did in college but wanted to give a little shout out your way because I mean, you're going to still get a flexus to this day. And I know this and I got to say it because you're too humble to say it. But as I was about ready to quit, I was yeah. about ready to quit volleyball. I was like, this is so dumb hate the sport, don't get it Right? because we had a bad program. I mean, we had a whack coach. I don't know what we were doing We in were that just gym hitting the ball a, against the wall. 94 degrees in there, just right. hotter than hell. Right. It was just not a great situation. I'm just like moping around, whatever, because it was new. My mom kind of like forced me into it a little bit. I was kind of debating if I wanted to play like baseball or golf and like maybe in hindsight it would have been really dope if I pursued golf, but I, I was pretty stoked on what I achieved for volleyball, but we're getting, I'm missing, I'm missing the point here. But I I'm think saying any 30 year that you, old at
0: this point thinks to themselves, Wow, I wish I could have gone back to yeah, play <laughs> golf in
1: high school. Of course, there's always a reminiscing thing.
0: I think, I think any, uh, if you talk to anyone who's 30 years old and is obsessed with golf later in life, they all say,
1: Man, I wish
0: I would have played high school golf. You know how much better I would be if I would have just played high school golf? Yeah.
1: But yeah, and even just enjoying like that sport, like I think even in that time, because it was such a fun sport to play, I mean, we, we'd be playing that competitively, you know, you would be getting a lot more reps and stuff. It, it would be like a really fun situation to go back and do that. And then you got a little, and you can always like ball out when you're playing for skins and stuff like that, too. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun to keep playing and doing that. But who knows? I mean, maybe it was a good thing we didn't play. Now we just have this fully, love for it now. You yeah, because like, it's we're not good. burnt out. Yeah, exactly. So. But anyways, what I was saying is that you'd never you, – I was about right on the verge of quitting. Right. And you grabbed me under my under your wing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, buddy. My short, short wingspan. Yeah, Through these T-Rex arms over you. The T-Rex wingspan right there. You
0: got this six-foot wingspan. And span. you're like, just
1: wait until we play a volleyball match. Wait until we play a tournament, and you're going to lose your mind. Yeah, because volleyball practice sucked. I mean, but, is, was any practice great for any sport? No, but we... I mean, yeah, that's
0: rough. But you were, at the time, really dedicated to club basketball. I was, too. Really dedicated to a bunch of all-stars, club sports. And it kind of sucked the fun out of what sports
1: was at that point. And I mean, volleyball... Just, it's, just, it's just a go, go, go situation. And
0: volleyball was so new and... So such a, such a, the ultimate team sport, I feel one like of
1: one of them for sure.
0: I mean, f- yeah, it has to, to me is the ultimate you team think sport. So? I, I mean, there's six guys on the court. Yeah. And everyone's a scorer. Everyone True. plays defense. True. And you're always looking.
1: See, I was going to make an argument for like football just because of the amount of guys that or they just the amount of people that yeah, are on but the like, field you
0: can't name three linemen yeah you're right you can't <laughs> <laughs> i mean and defense gets shine because they make tackles but like, because you're a lineman you're in the trenches you're not getting that same sh- shine as you would even like a setter does
1: yeah i mean that's true because i would definitely say we've been we've been we did a few years of football you did three years I, I used three, to play right? younger. Yeah. Well, I'm I talking jum- like in high school too. Oh, I just jumped on my junior year.
0: Yeah. I walked on my junior year. Coach said you'll never play. You'll never start. I said, that's fine. I'm just coming here for lifting. I ended up starting JV and back up first backup for varsity. Yeah. Then I quit varsity year.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, like it was getting real real like really down to it. You got to put in the hours and all that. You're like, yeah, eh, I'm already doing basketball and volleyball. And football, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it's a good point. Like, because you know, we we definitely were into the football mix of team sports, and I just thought maybe because there was a lot of players out in the field that that was probably because it would be more of a team sport. But like, yeah, it's very segmented. It's very like wide receivers, right? DBs, like in pros, you know, they do talk got, with each other. Yeah.
0: Like you don't Everyone's, defense and offense don't game plan.
1: Yeah, and, and they're all looking at their like you know windows in, tablet now. And in basketball,
0: all, there's not five. There's hardly ever five scorers on the court. You got defense yeah, people. Little, you you are working. You are working together as a team in that yeah. way. Volleyball, every single person on that court has to play defense. Yeah, every single person on the score court is a
1: scoring threat besides the defensive libero, but. That's, like, even them, they could... Yeah, and it's also just really fun. There's, like, time... Because of the way the game's set up, there's time to celebrate and, like, prepare for the next point. You know, like, the amount of cheering and, like, the amount of, like, yeah. rowdy stuff that we would do at tournaments in between points. Yeah. It's just fun. It's, it's a cool way. So I think that was what really, like, kind of set our, like, friendship in that way. And then, obviously, of course, you have the video games and the call of duty and the amount of search and destroy matches we were just running train on.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was a typical high school bromance that bloomed into a full, full bromance as adulthood, as you moved to long beach for D one volley. And I followed you a year up after, and we lived with each other for five five years. Yeah. Five years. And not just like living in the same house, Sharing the same room. I mean,
1: four and a half. I mean, you could basically count my freshman year as like a half year because you were up there every other weekend sleeping on the dorm room floor. Wow. Yeah. How legendary was that? So we'll call it four and a half. But after that, it was, yeah, move in. Move in. Share a bedroom with each other for yeah. four and a half years. Yeah, not like
0: oh, I mean you money have was tight. Room. Money yeah. was
1: tight. You have this room. I got this room. The magic bunk beds were really cute. That was yeah. a really nice touch.
0: Now <laughs> they weren't stacked. We we removed <laughs> them because we're adults, <laughs> of course. But um, yeah, I mean sharing a room, like reaching over, yeah, and like touching you basically. That's how tight these room. I mean, were. I mean our, our first apartment rent was two fifty a person.
1: Was it really? Yeah, it Man, I mean $250 must have been fifty dollars. Nice. Can you imagine if we had that now? I mean, it's ba- that's basically free rent. Like it doesn't, each, get, it each, doesn't like, get cheaper. Yeah, it's I think it was th- like two eighty or what. I mean, whatever at that whatever point, it's point. Like, it was under three
0: hundred dollars. It was crazy. It was all in Long Beach. It was um, some of the best moments of my life for sure. And then um, there was a summer where I think our golf obsession really took off. Yeah, um, for sure. If people are new into golf and don't know what golf was like pre-COVID, even like maybe a year or two oh, before my gosh. that. There was no one on the course. It was glorious. I, I hardly played golf back yeah. then. But there was when we were in college. I mean, why we,
1: would you? You had the tailor-made bubble shaft driver. Yeah, I had like,
0: <laughs> no clubs. No clubs, no golf swing. And um, we would go out. We First summer, I think we played every week, maybe once or twice. Yeah, there was
1: a summer we played, I would say, on average, one and a half to two times. And like, we played we, for, for, I think sure. we played
0: 18 holes at Sky We would t- set a team time up for 3.30 or 4. Yeah. We'd get there at 1, and we'd be like, can we get out? And they're like, of course. Yeah, there's no, no problem. There's no one here. Go ahead. It was $20, $15 at points. Yeah. For a yeah, play a that was like 18. walking,
1: and I think cart like included everything was like thirty two dollars, thirty five bucks. Like, yeah, and, and, it, and it was and Skylinks
0: was awesome. It was a super fun course.
1: Still one of my top tracks. If we like want to get into like some of the the ranking of golf courses, eventually, mm-hmm. I would still put it up there because yeah. of that sentimental value. But I do think it's a good track, but I because think of great. how. You know how much it means to the both of it's us.
0: super quirky as well like you got planes flying over yeah, the whole time and
1: they're never like industrial massive planes either they're no. like because it's long beach airport is you know in the backyard of that mm-hmm. place you get kind of those like fun little you know two-seater yeah. eight-seater if like you would play like the tracks over. in long
0: beach do yourself a favor and go play skylinks and go play eldo i personally am more of a skylinks guy
1: you can definitely skip out on big wreck yeah you don't
0: need to play big wreck that one's rough um other than skylinks though yeah solid really and, solid and you basically beat my ass for a whole summer of golf uh, never, we would, i've never eaten
1: so much free little caesars in yeah my entire that's life. when the hot
0: and reddies came out <laughs> and you we okay well you were clearly a better golfer than i was and you offered me strokes and yeah. for people who don't know that means giving me a leg up against andrew and it would be like he gets, you know, it's I, just
1: kind of leveling the playing field just a little bit more. Right, like, which is you know, which is amazing about golf is you can play with anybody and yeah, still have a the, competition I, about it. I think it. truly that's one of the coolest things about golf. Right, like
0: I can play Tiger Woods.
1: Sure, he's going to give me two pups on each hole. Yeah, but we could still go out and slap it around. I mean, we can't we can't go out there and play against you know some of the better like college basketball players if we wanted to. I mean, no, we, we one, just, they can't. We just kept themselves Right. you know. Right, yeah. And, I mean, that goes with any other sport pretty much unless, like, we're, you know, unless we're going against something that's not that great in a sport. But, like, still, I mean, that's the best thing. You can go against a really top collegiate player. Right. And he's down to, like, a plus four. Right. You know, and then it incrementally gives you more strokes around that. So, I think that's one of the coolest things. But, yeah, I should have. I offered you strokes. Never gave them. I
0: never took them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Never took because I wanted to beat you straight up. And I don't think I beat you straight up ever once that summer. Okay,
1: I was going to say. That summer. (laughs) And
0: for years following, I've never beaten you straight up until recently. Yeah, this past weekend. I finally... Not that
1: weekend prior. Yeah. yeah.
0: Two weeks ago, I finally beat you. It's not like I played bad. No, you shot in 84.
1: 84? I played terrible.
0: No, I came out and shot in 83. I played... Really, really, really solid. solid.
1: Really solid. Yeah.
0: And right. won about 130 bucks at our men's club, which, I mean, I just had the past weekend. I just played in another men's club event. We are, um, for people who don't know, um, are in multiple men's clubs. I am. You're in one, possibly yep. two at some point. And basically, the idea is you get a play in these golf tournaments in a, a couple in a month and there's chances of winning money and the and the events change and vary per golf tournament mm-hmm. but you play against you know a group of guys and for whatever reason
1: uh, you know I don't know why but there's not a lot of young guys on these things yeah that always really seems to to blow my mind and i thought for sh- i mean there's an occasional guy and like you know around our age but like you know more so in the later 30s i would say it just kind of blows my mind why people are not You know, like of players our age going and playing in these, you know, semi-competitive like tournaments and men's clubs. It's fun because you get different kinds of formats. There's, you know, you get closest to the pin and there's net skins, gross skins. Yeah. There's a little bit of money on the line. Plus, you're also like, you know, you get to kind of like play with a group of people. You're competing and you kind of and you also get like, you know, prime time. Uh, tea times on the weekend which are super hard to come by right
0: now it's impossible where we're at
1: like it's tough
0: it's like you have to plan out two weeks in advance to legitimately have a shot
1: at playing on the weekend yeah i mean we're we just um we had to like secure some tea times like a month out in advance to get the times we wanted because we're going and doing the Ryder cup in a couple weeks here yeah but it's just kind of crazy so um it, it it's it's definitely one of those things that is a benefit, and I don't know why more people aren't doing it. It's just fun. It's just a fun way to compete a little bit and get the right. competitive you, juices Right, and going. I
0: think people think uh, you're playing with, you, know, you gotta play against your buddy, you're not gonna be able to play with your buddy, you know.
1: Um, we play with each other every time. But at that point, you're also playing against the field and the golf course. Right, so you're in, a you different,
0: you're in a different bracket than I am. So you're playing against better players, and I'm playing against my flight of players. So technically, if you make a birdie putt, you're not really taking money from me. True, and, True. I, and I, do, we uh, are separated. And if I take a birdie putt from you, I'm not really taking money from you. And if I win the tournament on my end, you can still win the tournament on your end.
1: That's kind of fun. It's super fun. I didn't that actually, way. like you know, you know, put two and two together, right? Like.
0: And even if you are playing with your buddy, like it doesn't feel like your buddy's robbing the tournament from you because you still can get
1: second and win money. There's ways of getting skins or pins, like Andrew was saying. And the likelihood of like us two birding the same hole, and being in the same flight, like it's 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 pretty yeah, low. It's slim. Yeah. We're so aud- like, I would say we're averaging two birdies around. Right. Max. So I
0: ended up winning that tournament, and so
1: I won. I think like 100 bucks. So I thought it was 90 for the actual tournament, right? Which covers your tee time, right? Or more. It covers tea time my like 85. Te- or sorry, tee time was like 60, right? Or 65, right. and then you get skins pins on, on both and pins
0: right and then i want to and i want to skin for another 30 bucks on whole
1: 18 with yeah a you, you walked away with like 130 140 bucks yeah yeah and that's cash and then the cash walking that's out the a door. free free round of golf you plus got, 30 on top of it you got paid to go play golf
0: which is i think i mean it's just so attractive for people who are into it um it also makes you an un- so much better of a golfer. I mean it's one thousand percent dude. Mean, you're not you're you're having to put everything out. Yeah. So when you're sitting over there you're like, oh, your bike gives you these two footers, but they're really downhill and you're kinda nervous because it's for a birdie or mm-hmm. it's for a double and your knees are kinda knocking. You're gonna yank those. You're gonna yank those a lot. And- I mean, I went
1: into my first tournament. I mean, we can remember this one clear as day because yeah. it was just it was right after COVID actually. <laughs> yeah. And this is when all the putting greens were shut down. Right. So we couldn't get any. I mean, we didn't even know what a putting mat was at the time. No. Talk about the, one of the greatest investments that you can make as a golfer for yourself. Go get yourself a putting mat. Yeah. The
0: perfect, the perfect stroke, I think is what it's called. It,
1: it is. It is the best tool. If I ever, my putting ever feels like I'm believing myself. I spend like three minutes on that thing and it's like right back.
0: Yeah. You just, it's not that you're like, wow, this is, I'm feeling like I'm reading greens better. Or I'm. Doing this, what it's teaching you how to do is line the putt up and hit it center center, and yeah. you and you're able square to, it up. and then you can
1: test your distance from anywhere from like two feet to twelve or something. Yeah, it's a it's a good little tool. <clears throat> but that first term it was rough because I put it to like twenty feet on one of the greens, mm-hmm. and I proceeded to four putt. Yeah, oh, I've never felt like that before because that was the first actual competition that we've ever played in. And you're not allowed to pick up your golf ball.
0: No, you're not. You're not able to go. We did. You can now. We know that. You just basically ride an eight. But at that point, you're kind of discouraged in doing that. You People don't really like when you just say, all right, I'm good. Because really in golf and handicap, you can't do worse than double bogey. Right. I think. Right. So even if you are out of the hole, you sh- should play it out still. Just for uh, score sake and a lot of stuff, but yeah, it's um, I mean, we became better golfers pretty fast because it's pretty embarrassing when you're like yeah. shaking the ball all over the place. You're not keeping it in the middle. Of the f- you're not keeping it in the places you should be. You're in the cabbage.
1: You're yeah. you know doing it's left. Tough. And right. And like in the cabbage mentally too. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, you're in the rough there. Yeah. It's, I mean, I was rattled, dude, because I went, put it to 20 feet, missed my putt. Like, it wasn't terrible. Put it to like four feet, Mm -hmm. missed that one, three feet past. Right. And I'm like, okay, gotta make this one. Missed that one. Right. And you're like, oh my, and then I'm again three feet away because like I'm I'm confident that I could I should be able to make a three footer after just missing another three or four footer. Right. <laughs> miss that one and I'm just putting it around like I just an idiot around the green. Right. And, and I it dawned on me at one moment where I actually thought, to just if I'm gonna miss it, miss it within tapping distance. I mean, like it, talk about a lack of confidence, lack of confidence and, <laughs> right. and like almost embarrassment. You know, like yeah, it wakes you it, up pretty fast. Yeah, it, it make I was really nervous. Well, because you have these old guys walking up and tapping and like
0: four footers footer. Like, they've done it for
1: they've been doing it for years, right? You know? And, it's and no as deal somebody
0: who's not used to doing that, you're why am I struggling with this four footer? When these guys are walking up and hitting it between their legs and going around the back,
1: yeah, it's crazy. Like they just get so confident with it.
0: It's um pretty insane, but so
1: definitely makes us better golfers, more confident, better decision making for sure. Right. I mean, that's let's talk about some of your game that you make the biggest gains. It's definitely your like decision making and like you know not plotting it around the golf course but just knowing where the trouble is and having a clear idea of where you want to hit the golf ball
0: yeah i think that's been the biggest because my swing has gotten obviously better way better
1: way better i mean, I mean you when wouldn't you, be shooting you know sub 90 if your swing has gotten right. better but the real change
0: is learning how to score yeah learning that you need to be able to the hole learning that you can't miss at a certain spot yeah and i think if you are an avid golfer and you're looking to make new friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you want to win some extra cash or you want to be a little bit more competitive with golf. You got to join a men's club. Yeah, have to. And there's a bunch of
1: men's clubs listed on the SCGA And they're SCGA not, they're as not well. expensive. They're like, I mean, I would say almost to, to a certain degree, they're cheaper than actually just playing the casual weekend or weekend warrior round. Because you right. have the opportunity to get money back. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we're in a tournament we paid $85 for and mm-hmm. that's including the skins and the tee time. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to buy the cart and you're just looking at whatever, like around like a hundred bucks. Right. And I mean, there's tee times, in, you know, where we're at always around like 120, 125, 150. One seventy. Those are dog
0: tracks in the morning.
1: Yeah, they're that you're, like not great, but they're just you, you can just charge that much money because you're going out on the weekend, right? And in the morning, we're getting you know we're getting out at seven, eight, nine,
0: ten, yeah. and you and you and it plays pretty decently fast because the guys ahead of you can somewhat play golf. Yeah, um, you do
1: get hung up. And there a are, little bit. But at the same time, though, you can never really lose your focus. Right. So you can never really like, you know, just knock it on the green and knock it up there. I'm five feet away, whatever. I'm in for a six already. Right. Like, well, not really. Like you got to like, you know, take your time. Every short kind of matters kind of thing you know cuz eventually you do you do have like the you know the net scoring you could potentially win as well so like for a tournament that you're that you're in so like every stroke does matter to a certain degree so yeah and
0: even score doesn't truly matter Because
1: if you blew it and you're
0: out of the, let's say you go double, 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 you're out. You're out of the tournament. Mm -hmm. You're not going to win it. Well, it doesn't matter because now you can go for skins. You're like, yo, I could turn this around on one hole and I win money. Yeah. And you put a little, you put a little together and it also shows you in golf
1: that it's kind of always, the game could be always there. Yeah. Next shot. Yes, of course.
0: And that's also a great lesson for life. It's never what was happening or what did happen to you. It's what you make best with your next opportunity. And I think that's what's amazing about golf and about being in the cabbage is those hero shots. Even if you are in the shit, what's your tip? You are a classic hero shot guy. <laughs> There's no <laughs> gap. You gotta use some stupid club you never met yeah. with. You gotta hit like a draw low stinger and do these things and you're and you're no business of hitting those shots. And you do, and it's from the cabbage. There's not a better feeling in golf.
1: Yeah, true.
0: I, I mean, there's truly a rescue shot that works out the way you drew it up from a bad lie in the in the stuff. Is
1: because um, now you're basically saving par at that point, right? If now you, you hit a good recovery shot, then you're like on or like right around the green. You're looking for good stuff, and sometimes the
0: best shot is just taking your medicine. Another mm-hmm. another lesson for life is. Sometimes being in a bad lie, you can't force it. You can't um, fight your way out of it in that sort of way. You can't. Uh, the options aren't there. And sometimes you need to make the, the, the correct lateral move to progress. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I think.
1: I think you said it really well. You know, it, it, it really kind of coincides a little bit. Yes, everyone talks about how great golf is, but I think it really does kind of, you know. It goes hand in hand with life lessons and trying to like keep pushing forward or keep finding ways to maybe like make it out, make better of a situation. So I think that's really a good takeaway as well. Um, I do kind of want to, and I do want to talk about because we talk about competitive golf, mm-hmm. and I know that um, you know we, this is our is this our third year for the men's club? This is our third year, right? Because COVID, yeah. Yeah, heard, third yeah, third year, third year. So we're starting our third season but this is our first season um, for doing like a team event right against other clubs which right. is kind of cool. So we got asked kind of asked and asked to be a part of which was of- really which was really cool because we played actually like our first year playing in the men's club was I mean there's no sugarcoating this it was awful. Like we it were was awful really offers. bad. We won nobody. Our, handi- our handicaps went up. Never right. really won any cash. Any skins. Right. You know, Putting was not good enough. No. To do anything really relevant. Right. You know, you can't like better your lie. Like you can't like, you know, if you're like truly like in a bad situation, you can't like Home me up. Like give yourself like five feet. Give yourself a little window. Like there's no no wiggle room. Yeah, there's none. There's no like, oh, I hit that one out my first hole. Let me get a breakfast ball. Right. There's no none of that. So it's just it, it was really tough. It was really, you know, a, a, I guess, but there was a lot of room for improvement, is what I'm trying to get at though. And we and we made just that. It was really fun. Right. We kind of dedicated ourselves a little bit more, like getting a putty mat and all that kind of stuff. And we had a better second year and it was really fun. We basically capped it off just the cherry on top we both won i mean it was b and c flight Mm -hmm. of our you know of our mensley but it was the club championship a two-day um tournament which was really awesome so that's i think that's why we kind of sort of got like recognition or like an invite right Right. to the team event
0: i won c net meaning with my handicap i with my strokes won that and you won b gross which means you beat everyone straight up. Yeah. No pops for anyone that flight. Yeah. You were
1: the best golfer in the B flight straight up. I played out of my mind, and it was really fun. I mean, you that, was, that a was peaking. What? I was peaking on that Saturday so shot, round. Yeah, I shot eighty on Saturday, great. which was great because I at the time I was an eleven handicap, so that would be me shooting um, three under. Yeah, unreal for like for net scoring, you know. Unreal um sunday was windy and sunday was yeah it was not in the best conditions as well Mm -hmm. it was like 10 15 20 mile an hour winds at some point and then i came out and shot a 74 you know and i've never really even i've broken 80 only three times but those were not in competition those were like you know BSing around a little bit a 74 in
0: competition means a lot more than a 74 bsing with your friends could be three
1: to four strokes you know, easily could be more. I mean, could be less. You may, right. might be, you know, be hitting the golf ball really well, but you know, you give a lot of putts when yeah. you're playing with your buddies. Yeah. You kind of like, you know, I'm going to, oh, uh, the ball should be there. Right. You know, I'm in a divot in the fairway, like just move it out. Right. You know, like that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that was really fun to kind of like put that round together and to see the growth of the golf and the golf that didn't even seem. Like I was doing anything that crazy, it's just kind of there, and everything was clicking pretty well. Like I was lag putting really well, recovering yeah. really well when I right. did make a bad shot.
0: I mean, you were, I mean, you were in the shit. You're not in the shit. You're like, yeah, throwing up darts left and right. You have a huge power ball. You're driving the ball like three hundred yards in the wind. Yeah, I mean, you just have we have an insane advantage over these old guys
1: who. <laughs> <laughs> Play this. I mean, truly, though, we're grabbing nine iron and seven iron off par threes, and they got rescue club in their hand, right? And um, that
0: was kind of what was happening when I did the first team play event was I so it was a team play match, so I played against another club's player yeah. who was similar to my handicap. He was, I'm currently a 14, he's a 16, so I had to give him
1: so I mean, a level play, level play, he I gets mean, essentially, two holes, yeah, he gets essentially two pops. level
0: play. And um, I don't think I'm a 14 right now.
1: I feel like you're playing like a 12. I think like I'm a 12 right now. Yeah.
0: And uh, but obviously,
1: I, it's going to take a little time for the handicap to come down a little bit.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm going to break 80 this weekend. I love that. I have a sh- very strong feeling I'm going to go to Ukipa. I we didn't could,
1: know. Oh, you're playing Ukipa. Got, yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. League
0: in Ukipa, uh, California, near Redlands. It's a really small course selfishly
1: you can't break 80 without me though
0: yeah that's true (laughs) i'll I'll miss a couple putts um but yeah i played the i played this guy nice guy older man um i ended up beating him Mm -hmm. by the 15th hole but it was a blast um i never had more fun in competition where i was able to basically test myself um in a one-on-one thing like that that's not against friends match
1: play is totally different right you blow up on
0: an eight and the guy gets a nine you still win the hole yeah and also you're playing against
1: someone totally random like you said you're not playing against buddies right and you're also played by yourself right like usually we're in tournaments and we're always riding in the cart together or walking together right so i had to play some old guy who brought three packs of marble yeah, reds. With that him. That is, that is right. I don't mind having a couple, you know,
0: Bernie's out there. That's fine. Have a couple. Have have, four, cigar.
1: have, have four cigars. Choke right. them down. Whatever.
0: Two. Three
1: packs of cigarettes?
0: What is <laughs> is he John Daly?
1: I, I mean, that's that just impressive. I mean, it's it was... He's, he's, he's inhaling more smoke than he is pure air. I that mean, that I came back smelling like I was a cold miner. <laughs> and
0: also, the a level of... <laughs> the level of...
1: Um, you had the black lung when you were coming. Yeah, back. I felt like I felt like Zoo Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> I got Madison, the black lung, button. I got, I got the black lung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, um, it was, uh, mentally draining playing with somebody. He, he because his, you also
1: weren't playing a five hour round either. You're out no, there. Was it six? It was six, six and a six? half hours. Whoa. Yeah, he I mean, before talk he about teed a brutal- off. Brutal.
0: Yeah, before he teed off, he. Looked at me. And he says, "Were you here last week?" And I said, "No, I, I missed it." And he's like, "Well, last week we played. Uh, it took us four and a half hours to finish nine holes. A typical golf round, you're done
1: four and a half five hours." I mean, there's a reason why we never ever ever go play at Rancho San Joaquin. It's a like, absolute I mean, if, dog track. It has grass. Like,
0: don't get me wrong. I'm being a little spoiled. It's not the worst golf course in the world, but I
1: mean, when we're talking just pace of play in general, alone, like it's really alone. Bad. Like I don't, I don't need to play a sub four and a half hour round. I don't need that. I'm just yeah. let's keep it reasonable. You here. tee off at eleven. We
0: didn't get back till five forty five six. It's an all day. Yeah. that's a full time gig. So I and after when you're playing competition golf like that, you're pretty drained. By like whole ten or eleven, you're like mental starting to get chalked a bit. Yeah, I sit like on my phone, look at score updates, see if the Lakers are losing again. You know, <laughs> do my normal things um but yeah i ended up beating him about the 15th hole our team lost overall
1: kind of uh, a bummer but right I mean, but we also
0: know. got no points last time we played we didn't get any points no last points. time <laughs> yeah no points what do you Not, mean no points no one drew we lost every single match in the what t- and we lost
1: individually every single match and team-wise and team-wise what is going on? Yeah, so we they must have been sandbagging for You know how many pa- wait, is there like 12 pairings? Yeah, I was we were
0: six guys six pairings for So two, yeah, 12. Okay. 12 12 guys. 12 and there's, you know, the way it works is you have a possible point for your individual match, then your person you're riding the cart with, you get points from him as well if you two play well
1: and right, Argentina's best it's team best ball right. right and then it's you and the and the guy you're playing with or Correct. like you know alongside with but he's got his own matchup yeah, so, so that's got, a chance for a point you got a chance for a point yeah so i got and the orange county we have a John for, Daly for- on
0: my team <laughs> and uh so he's already out of the match he he's mentally chalked by the whole 16 blows it and um So I'm I'm dealing with all this adversity. I was happy to win some points. We barely lost. I guess we. What'd you end up shooting that day? Eighty-seven. Not bad. Uh, I hate Rancho. Doesn't
1: play well to my well to me at all. I think an eighty-seven there, especially because I find it very difficult to play good golf, especially when it's ten minutes between each shot, and not like ten minutes like walking, driving, waiting for people. I'm talking like you know the tee box like. Clearing in front of you, and then they have to like clear the fairway. Like, that's the kind of like pace of play you were working with, right? Like, that I'm, is tough. I'm to pulling get up to the tee box, sort of they're pulling away, uh, yeah, or they're
0: cool. in the middle of the fairway waiting for the next person. Like, the first four holes are like the longest, yeah, because they're all short par fours. It's a par five, yeah, the shortest, but then it
1: like literally all bunches up right, right after And there,
0: and that you lose your golf ball left and right there all the time. And I just had a, and the first hole was such a bad break for me. I um I was mentally felt like I was you know, first hole had to recheck myself. Yeah. I had like an eight on the first hole. I went right. Yeah, almost lost the ball. I saw it
1: bounce back in off the off the fairway driving range. It's yeah. over there. Yeah, but then you're battling all the golf balls, right. tree line, all that kind that's of so stuff. So I hit
0: provisional, which means I hit another one just in case. Yep. Bomb my provisional by the way, middle of the middle of the fairway, way down there. Of course, and, second um, golfer is
1: always a better golfer. Right. <laughs> always. Yeah. Always
0: trust the second one. And um, my ball's like sitting on a palm tree, like fern or something. So it's making the ball sit up. Really? weird. And if I move the fern, the right. ball will move. It's sitting on it. Yeah. So I can't move the fern. So I have to punch out with this thing. It rolls into a bush to the left. I have no swing again. There's so. also
1: not a lot of trees on that course, so the fact that you'd found a kind of a lone soul out there is a lone tree
0: it, with a pond like a palm tree front, and then in the bush, chipped out of the bush in the middle of the fairway, hit a bad shot into the bunker. I walk up to the bunker, kind of pissed, step into a huge mud puddle mud puddle.
1: My f- foot is completely soaked. That's gotta be one of I mean, yeah, talk, talk it was a about a real rough right? way. <laughs> Getting wet socks yeah. is right up there with stepping on a Lego. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is infuriating. Yeah, it, it was um, a hard way to start the hole. But, I mean,
0: knowing this guy is a worse, I mean, handicap-wise, worse than me. I knew I, I knew I still had a shot, and I knew my distance. And it's match play. And it's match and play. And it's match play. So I'm only down one. Yeah. He got like a, you know... And I end up winning the next one after that. I,
1: we, uh, I mean, we all know that, like you know, it, it could definitely swing and momentum and totally change like, you know, totally. back and forth in a golf pass, especially when it's match play. But I mean, that's just golf in general. Yeah, it, it, it came back.
0: But yeah, so that was, you know, that's what was the weekend. I'm excited because I got a match play or not a match play. I have another tournament coming up.
1: What kind of, uh, what format is it? The one Regular that you're play. playing? Regular play? Single? Regular play? Single? Yeah. Single? So, I'm really. I think that's a great golf goal for you this year. Is breaking eighty? And yeah, I, that's for sure. It and then I think um, in terms of match play, team play. Before we like move away from that, I'm gonna play in two of them. You're playing in three. I've played one. I'm playing in two. More. Right, right, right. You're yeah. like three total. I would love to win both of mine. I would love, but I mean, if I split, I think that would be great. Yeah, I just don't want to go over. And I think if you go two and one that would be awesome yeah i'm going i'm
0: going three though
1: i'm not losing one yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I love that. That's, I mean, that's, like, that's the goal for sure. I love that. Um, I, I think that's the funnest way to to play golf because I'm, I'm excited to do that match play because we play match play all the time. Right. And it does feel like you can just like once you hit a good drive or once you hit a good approach shot or whatever, it just takes like one good shot to kind of get you back into it and make start and make it some good swings and kind of making yourself back into it. Like if you blow up for like a nine or playing stroke play, and or vice versa, whatever. And it's like a four or five stroke difference. It is really tough to come back from that.
0: Yeah. I always suggest if people are new to golf and you're wanting to play your buddy, don't play
1: him stroke. Play match. Play match, play.
0: Because if you're already blowing up the hole, you don't have to worry about
1: it, Just pick it up, move it on to the next one. Yeah. And, uh, you don't have to stress about your game. Like, because obviously bad shots are going to happen, bad holes right. are going to happen. So, like, it's just really easy to just like reset and go to the next hole and kind of yeah. keep it light fun and competitive at the same time
0: yeah and um yeah i mean we have those tournaments to look forward to um we'll keep everybody updated we have it, the season just started we have uh, i think we have playing maybe three or four more um club tournaments but we have the bachelor party coming up my boys get married in
1: april looking forward to that more dude. golf
0: coming up in april we'll be able to recap and tell everybody about maybe do a podcast out there we'll see yeah um, that'd be fun
1: we can do that for sure
0: and, yeah, I mean, uh, this is going to be a theme in our podcast. Lots of golf talk, post rounds. Ranking golf courses is one of our favorite things to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I mean.
1: Uh, I think it'd be fun because I think you are going to try to break 80 this year. Mm-hmm. What's your goal? Um, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know because this kind of marks, like, the very beginning of the year. I would love to get to, like, a five handicap. And, like, I don't know if there's, like, a benchmark of me, like, breaking a score at this point because mm-hmm. let's be honest i don't like breaking pars is just another beast i mean i broke 75 in a tournament
0: right i, mean, I feel like there. that's a
1: massive milestone if you but, can just like, keep your putting where it's at and you hit a green every once in a while you'll be fine my, my greens and rag needs to fly up i think um yeah maybe like eventually like just shooting level par would be sick on right. a course um but i would love to hit an average of like ten greens in reg. You're right, I feel like that would be a really good goal for me like this year because I already drive the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. I putt the ball pretty well. My short game's pretty good. My approach play is is it's in the gutter as far yeah. as, as far as like me being a so called eight. I don't think I'm playing like an eight right now, but they got me at an eight, and it's it's my biggest downfall by far. So I think this year like having an average of 10 greens hit in reg for the 18 holes. Yeah. I feel like that would be a good benchmark to hit because right now, I think your boy's hitting like five or six. And you're... and you're By Andrew is being modest, by his driving is good, you have pro-level distance. It's just a little erratic at times. Right. That's you're the not only thing. That's why, I, that's why I'm just going to say it's good. Right. Yeah.
0: But I'm talking about distance-wise. If you get a hold of one, you're yeah.
1: easily... You know, average three. No, not carry, but total 315, three fifteen, three three twenty or something is is like could be like an average when I'm hitting it well. Right. Yeah.
0: And that means most of these holes we're playing from whites. That's not our choice. That's the tournament yeah. that
1: mandates that. But I mean, no track we're playing is like over seven thousand yards. No, so you're
0: you're like
1: you know I got driver wedge and I'm hitting f- you know five greens and reg. Yeah. You know, driver nine iron. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's just it's just a really it's just a really big part of my game that's severely lacking Mm -hmm. and so i I feel like even if i hit 10 greens in reg one time i don't think i've ever done that before you know i feel like that but eventually getting to that benchmark of hitting like you know eight nine ten and kind of just you know seeing where that goes with my game a little bit from there right i feel like that would be a good um goal for me this year for sure yeah and those new wedges in your bag are gonna be unreal i'm really interested to see how I can actually, like, train that a little bit and get some of that um, control with, like, you know, 80 yards, 90, you know, 100, and kind of, like, work around my game from there. Um, If anyone cares, I did take out the three-wood in my golf bag, (laughs) um, which is a little bit of an interesting move, but after much deliberation between the two of us, we just decided that it was just not the right, like, I was never hitting a three-wood. I never hit the three-wood off the tee. Not a club that I love to hit anyways. And right. I and I hit the and I hit my hybrid. Um, you know, I can get two thirty even, but like on I'd on like a miss hit, but I can get two fifty out of it. You right. Know? Like I can get two fifty out of my three hybrid. And that's basically like three wood distance. Like, and I'm like, let's be honest, I'm not trying to hit green from two seventy five out, hardly ever. You know, like very just, rarely
0: are you like I'm two seventy five out and I need to hit the green. Um, We just don't play courses that long. Yeah. And if we did, like, the chances of that happening.
1: One hole out of, like, you know, seven or eight rounds that we're playing where I'm like, ooh, I wish I had this club. So I think ultimately we made the best decision, and I'm really excited to train a little bit more into the half, three-quarter shots for five wedges that I have if you want to count the pitching wedge. Right. So I've got a 60, 55... 50, mm-hmm. 46, and then that goes into my second pitching wedge, into my actual like golf club, right. which is like a 43, but it's kind of like a player's distance iron. Right. So it plays more like a 42-degree, whatever, if you want to like right. get all numbers with it. But, um, yeah, looking forward to that um, and seeing where that kind of goes from there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: man, I, I think you need to watch some Rory McIlroy to really get that feel down for yeah. those wedges.
1: He's really solid, dude. I he- mean... He's really playing some good golf right now. It's so
0: much fun to watch him. All team Rory, uh, almost like a little bit of a comeback. He was never like um, gone from golf, but he wasn't. But he he wasn't excelling. At one
1: point, he kind of slipped. I mean, this is still he's an unbelievable golfer. I thought he slipped to like you know twenty two in the world or whatever, like eighteen. You are like, what the heck's going going on, Rory? You know, Rory was
0: challenging Tiger. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, they also did play um, Rory and. what Patrick Reed played in the
1: yeah the Dubai championship, the
0: Dubai championship, yeah. and I uh, I don't know if anyone heard, but there was a little drama. Between the two, that I thought a little, we'd mention got, about has got
1: a little chippy over there. Yeah, get a little golf <laughs> chippy,
0: which is pretty <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they were like throwing haymakers. The, the
1: amount of like golf drama that get, that comes from this, it's. I mean, it's great because you never really have any of this in golf, and the fact that like it gets this much publicity, it is fun to talk about it. Right, and you
0: have to and you have to mention it because it does get a little. So Patrick Reed is in a different league now, called Live Golf. Yeah, um, basically think of it as if the NBA had players leave and create a new league full of Saudi money, which is totally fine. I mean, not fine, but it's you know their prerogative to move that way um, and their choice. And uh, Patrick Reed and Rory have beef because I guess Patrick Reed sued Rory McIlroy mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, served him right. papers. Right,
1: because he was basically, he's like the...
0: Spokesperson, I guess like of you know, the, PGA of the PGA tour, tour and right talked now.
1: against about live golf and the yeah. people uh, moving. I mean, it, as far as taking a stance on where he wants and sees live, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear. There's no like wishy washy sort of thing about it. And no. I love it. I mean, I, I do love what the live golf is doing to a certain extent, but not a ton I'm all still PGA Tour all the way. For yeah, me. I, I haven't watched... I haven't watched... live. I watch
0: highlights of Live Golf. Um, there's some... I mean, Cam Smith used to be one of my favorite golfers to watch.
1: Yeah, that was a bummer. That uh, was the only Cam one I was Smith, truly upset about. Cam when Smith when he left
0: was for sure a big hit for me because he was a lot of fun to watch, so smooth in the game. Um, I just... Uh, what I think Live Golf has done, and if you want to argue that or not, they have
1: progressed the game
0: for PGA Tour. They've made them become more modern and if we can thank them for anything that was that's what they did and they succeeded
1: for sure that's exactly what i think that's why i liked it because the amount of like complacency that you can get on the pga tour Mm -hmm. you know it's really easy to just fit a certain age bracket and viewership year Mm -hmm. in year out and just not get any involvement or like evolution or you know, in, like involvement with the players or anything right, like that. Right. Like and just kind of keep things, you know, exactly the same and how they has how it has been. Right. So and that's why I thought it was such a cool thing that it really pushed things onwards. Totally Is the coolest thing about it.
0: And so to give the so that was a little bit of the backstory. Patrick Reed did sue Rory. So I guess pa- Patrick and um, Rory are playing in the same tournament. So Patrick walks up to Rory to say hi. He shakes his caddy's hand, and Rory doesn't look up at him or acknowledge him. Like, of course not. Why would you? He's suing him for for real, for lots of money, and he served papers to him on Christmas Eve. And Patrick Reed somehow wants a handshake, and I, I mean, like. What do you? What do
1: you? What do you
0: expect? Oblivious, and it's such an oblivious move as a human. The being. best.
1: The best part about it is that Patrick Reed then goes to the media and is like all pissy. Throws a T at Throwing memory. a fit. Yeah. Throws a T at Roy, throwing a fit and saying if he wants to act like a child, right? Like he's he just needs to like, you know, man up a little bit and say hi to me. And it's like, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. Like, Roy, Roy came out looking like gold out of this. And just again, Patrick Reed is in the cabbage. And I do not see a hero shot at all for Patrick Reed. Um, he has a lot of making up to do. He really does. It's. I mean, how the man
1: has fallen from
0: from greatness, truly. I mean, from being Captain America for the Ryder Cup to playing Rory McIlroy, I'm pretty sure he beat him. Um, And everyone was in love with him to becoming a full-blown cheater.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, I mean, even in the Dubai classic, he hit it into a tree lied to the officials and said his golf ball was in the tree which it clearly was not in the tree yeah replay literally has it going
1: into another tree
0: and the rules official i guess can't technically argue with him because it's a
1: game of honor and trust yeah at the same time though there should be some sort of way to be like hey here's one of my other golf balls i can pull out of my golf bag right like Like, you gotta show me the markings and he just confirmed that was his ball um, I
0: read some reports afterwards that apparently the refs, like, didn't ask him to do any of that, so it's not his job to do it. But, I mean, Rory would have showed you the golf ball.
1: Rory would have said, that's my ball. will show you why. And um, I, I just don't... And the fact that he's just blatantly lying. Yeah, he just... And, like, so confidently about it, too. He just looks bad. And... And like the whole moving of the sand, it's just like a bunch of stuff that is just like really compiling up. Where it's just like this man is just so deep in it; it, it he's really make now look making lim you know, like making a fool of himself.
0: Yeah, I I, I guess like his wife and his um, agents all run his social, run everything for him, and are doing the lawsuits, and I guess he has no part of it. But uh, I don't understand as a person that is in the limelight like that. Um, how you let how, that do you, happen. how do you get
1: how do you get that detached?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would I would never in my wildest dreams let my wife handle a lawsuit without my knowledge.
1: Wouldn't you want to just handle like like handle yourself? Right, like you. You got to take accountability right. for what's going on. Like he just seems clueless. He seems like he has no clue what's going on around him. Really struggles with like facing adversity and like if something goes wrong. He's just like still like acts like a child. And yeah, he just should come
0: on this podcast, man. We can give him a couple pointers on how. To <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> nah, he doesn't need our help. <laughs> but uh, it's um. So what the coolest part of this story was? He um. They end up playing. Um, together one and one and two. They don't play with each other, but they're they're in the competition yeah. for finishing the tour- tournament.
1: Yeah, not in the same group, but I mean correct. Patrick Reed is one group in front of Rory and Rory's One in the spot and room. one
0: spot better than Rory. He's sitting in first, roy's mm-hmm. sitting in second. Rory needs to go birdie birdie on 17-18 to beat Patrick.
1: And what does Rory do? Yeah. He does exactly that. And it was Oof. the best finish oh to a God. golf tournament. I mean talk about a weekend of some great golf that we just had,
0: yeah, we're gonna to touch on the Max Holloway one, which was huge.
1: I mean, it w- it was unbelievable. I thought it was there was nothing better than the drama and the fact that you know where we see ourselves kind of backing a little bit. I mean, we're we're a little bit favored towards Rory, always have been. I mean, Rory yeah. is just one of the greatest dudes. Super nice, super humble, well spoken, very well spoken. Always knows like exactly what to say, and then like firmly puts his place in that like you know. He, cements his feet in that stance and like, you know, uh, and stay and stands by it because he truly means it. Talk about someone that's grounded. And that's
0: Rory. He's also, he gives information without, um, leaking or sounding bad. It's like a way it's a, it's a special skill. I assume he has with media where he's able to give you intimate details Without giving you intimate details, yeah, it's the facial reactions, the way he answers the questions, the pauses. It's just a real talent, and um, it was so cool to see him win another tournament, and yeah. especially, especially beat the guy who throws a tea at him and calls him a petulant <laughs> child was um, unreal. Yeah, and I uh, love to see can't, that. Can't wait to see him play, hopefully soon. Um, but the big tournament that I was watching for
1: sure was the Max Homo win at Tory Pines. The dude was five strokes down to start the day. You know, talk about an impressive comeback right there. Yeah. And talk about another guy that you I mean, I'm a big fan. I know you're a big fan of him. I, yeah. I'm talking about just a guy that just is really good at being super solid with his game, super smooth, really working on his craft, hard worker. He he's, he's also got all the intangibles too. The hair's flowing. (laughs) He's got the tea company, which we have. Like those are some really cool teas that you that you always buy us. They're my
0: favorite golf teas for sure. Super durable,
1: very cool designs. Um, and then just, he's also got like the Twitter
0: account as well. Twitter. And he, he's a guy, I don't know if you guys, if you don't follow golf, but you might've seen him popping off on Twitter. He's a guy who like, um, roasts people's golf swings. They ask for it though. They it's not, ask for they, it. It. it's not like Max goes up to like some random golfer on Twitter. Uh, no, he's not Twitter he's, and like roasting up. No. They like, Hey, maximum. What do you think of my swing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs>
1: quick uh quick comeback yeah has for him. He, it's great he does it. it's great so i he's got it all and the fact that it was was it the first time the pga tour did a live interview during around during a round. i thought that was a total game changer for the pga tour and i don't think there was any better person that could have been interviewed yeah he's also leading that charge he's he's in meetings with the pga tour and going
0: over with them ways of improving the connection between golfer and viewer. And I don't think there's a better idea. I think maybe if you could just mic up every caddy's bag and yeah. let and somehow let the caddy know in his ear, like, hey, you're hot Hear mic right now. Yeah, exactly. And then the caddy and the player can have like a special signal to each other, like, hey... That Don't could be, be that
1: could be tough, like competition wise. But I totally see where you're going. Yeah, you
0: like Disney okay, now. so you hit them up, right? You, you hit them up on between hole one and two, right. whatever hole it's on. Maybe you want to listen to them on hole five or six. The walking between five and six, you hit the caddy with a mic, yeah, in the air, yeah, or whatever on the bag.
1: Hey, you're gonna be hot, Mike, next hole. And then whatever whatever they want to talk about, they can talk about. And They can have a, like one or two topics queued just up. Obviously, any, you have right. the commentators. That are dictating the um, interview. Yeah. I'm talk- I'm not even
0: talking about like an interview. Just say like just hot mic it in uh, general. I see.
1: Just I, I want to hear just the conversation
0: between caddy and
1: player. Yeah, it's really fun, especially when you get JT and then Bones out there and then you get, you know, Spieth and his caddy over right. there. Like th- those are the really fun moments where you do feel like you're part of the shot much right. more. Right, And um, I think they need to do more of that. But for just more players, just in general, like, yeah, like you said, everyone, because I I, I could only name 30 to 40 guys that are on the tour right now. You That's know? impressive. I couldn't name, maybe 30. I couldn't even name like 15. So exactly to our point, though. Right. Like you got to be able to find some sort of connection because there are a lot of guys that come in. And because of the FedEx ranking, you know, everyone's competing for their tour card. Right. It's really competitive. It's hard to stay out there. Yeah, it's hard to stay out there. Top 125 in the world. Like, that's, you know, that's that's a good feat right there. So, you know, there's people going in and out and getting relegated a little bit. So I think that's the coolest thing that Max Homa was one that we got the interview. He had a massive comeback win and you just you know you it's just a guy you really want to root for so yeah, that,
0: and sorry cut out, that that mid-game interview was so cool just to hear him um just talk about what the shot was looking like for him a little inside baseball we just played this golf course mm-hmm. for my 30th birthday and it was um really we, fun uh, I mean, just all the really,
1: time. F- really fun course. Super sick. Yeah. It um, was windy pl- when we played it. Really? Because we played in first week of November. Really windy when we played it. And it was pretty dead where they we were played, playing We played, um, how much was that? 7,000 yards? Yeah, we played around 7,000 yards. And they're playing at 76. Or something yeah. Like that. And the, and you
0: really have an... If you're um, into golf as much as we are, do yourself a favor and try to find a course and if you can afford it, local to you, go play it and you can watch on the PGA Tour. It gives you a real appreciation for what these players are doing. I mean, sometimes they were driving the ball where I'm on my second shot. Yeah, they're crushing it down there. Yeah, and it's, and they're talking about things that you can't even imagine. Um, and I think that's uh, what I love about golf is that there's just a level to it that you just don't touch.
1: Yeah. But it's fun though because you're able to play on the same course as right. they are. I'm not going to Madison Square Garden and shooting free throws. Unless that's like a one. Here's the thing though. Here's the crazy here's the crazy part about golf, and I think this is why we like it so much. Mm-hmm. But no matter like how well like we're playing against one, and we're pl- let's just say hypothetically us two are playing a match. Right. And we're playing on a really good golf course. Yes, we're playing each other. But really, I think you're playing the golf course. Right. You're always trying to make the lowest score right. possible. And that doesn't really matter what you do that much. It's more right. about how you tackle the golf course. Right. And how your game plays to this golf exactly. course. Exactly. So I think that's what the one of the coolest things about golf is, is that yes, maybe in basketball you can play in a really big, massive stadium arena, some mm-hmm. of some of that sorts, but you still have a ten foot hoop, hoop and a rim. Right, You know, like it's, it's, it's still the same. Like it's, it never really changes football oh, right. field. It's the players that you're playing against that change right. hundred yards. Everything is standardized in every right. other sport. Golf is not. And so you have all these like different factors to kind of, you know, right. to, to factor in essentially that you get the wind speed of the greens, all these hazards all over the place, how you're hitting it that day, your miss, you know, all, all that stuff to kind of battle. Um, But to kind of finish up on your thought that you were talking about earlier, do yourself a favor and play a course Mm -hmm. that the PGA Tour goes out and plays on. And it gives you a pretty good perspective of what these guys are able to accomplish because they don't even have the tees that they play. They're not available. Right. Like we we, can't play those 7600
0: yard tees. Right. Let's just say it was there on their website. It says you have to prove that you can play it. You have to have like a registered handicap, and I assume you have to be below a 10.
1: I was gonna say maybe even more, right? You probably have to be a five because these rounds aren't cheap. Yeah, you're not gonna like go out there and you're just kind of um knocking it around, it's still a public track. You still need to, like, you know, for the most, most part, these courses that you would be able to play mm-hmm. that the PGA Tour guys are playing, right? They're a public track, right? And you still need to keep up with pace of play. So if you're like knocking the ball around and you're not great and you're 15 or 20, you know, and you're not very experienced and then you're tackling on like a 7,700 yard golf course. It's like, you know, what's what's the point? It's not even maybe fun at that point. So
0: Yeah, and it's um you wanna so, go out there and have fun still. That's the point of it, is still have fun. And the coolest story about that weekend as well was Max, I guess, went he lives in Arizona, went and played Papago, which is a golf course we're gonna be playing <laughs> yeah. for your bachelor party. Yeah. And won the men's club and won another six hundred dollars. So not only did he win like one point eight million dollars. I heard from Tory Pines. He just like other people's lunch money. Just, just going went over there, there and just <laughs> bullying people. And it's um, it, it just shows that he loves it. It's not a, it's not a nine to five for him like some golfers and live, <laughs> uh, consider golf to be. <laughs> um, it, it's a passion, and I think that's what we um want to see our pro athletes
1: um have of for course. the sport, which
0: is of course extremely difficult. I think you
1: definitely want that when you're watching professionals. I feel like that really makes it fun for the viewer when they're that into the sport and it's a professional that's doing it for a living. Mm-hmm. And it's inspirational too because we're that we're that enthusiast about it. Obviously we're not doing it as much as him, but the love and everything for the game is all there. So I think that's like one of the coolest things that to to go and watch max is because he's got those got those attributes and he just loves it that much the fact that we're going to go play Papago coming up here for the bachelor party is going to be awesome it's going to be 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 really cool
0: um i want to say jordan die but i always it's not the name pete die thank you pete die design which is one of my favorites um it's going to be awesome yeah it's going to be all time um moving to arizona as well there is a super bowl happening here in a couple weeks Mm. And we are a sports podcast who love all sports. I mean, I watch. I
1: love me some football. Yeah, you're
0: a big football guy. Love I me some football. love watching basketball and football. You love basketball. We love golf. We love watching hockey, even though we don't follow it as much.
1: Playoff hockey Tennis. is different. Playoff, Playoff hockey, hockey is different, great, dude. Love that. I
0: think the one sport I'm not up to date on is baseball. But I mean, can you blame me? That's that's I mean,
1: we got all these other ones. I'll even like I'll even throw in tennis, too. We even love a little tennis yeah, match as well. That, um, the the majors
0: and the finals are so cool to watch. I just don't understand how people run around for that long and still can hit a, it's bananas, hit a ball. It's
1: bananas, dude. <laughs> like bananas.
0: So, they're so athletic.
1: It's um the fact that they're out there. Ungodly. for Five hours sometimes. Ungodly. How um people Aren't, can do that. We just recently played in like pickup basketball matches or games. Um, and we're you know we're playing for a forty minutes of running clock. I'm like, ah, yeah, I could go for another one, but like I'm I'm, I'm pretty done. Wiped. I'm pretty done. Wiped. So the fact that they're come playing, on, give me an ice bath. The and fact that, that fucking they're ice playing cream. the you know best players in the entire world, and they're moving that ball around, dude. You're playing a tennis match as long, sometimes or longer than a golf round. Yeah, that that's 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 crazy to me. I mean like it took put like talk about that in perspective. It, it's it really kind of hits home when you're talking about that. Yeah, it's um an, truly 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 amazing sport. So it's super fun to watch that um, mental battle. But uh going, predictions. Yeah, circling back around to the Eagles, Super Bowl here. Chiefs.
0: Um who who you got, buddy? Give me give me a little give me a little taste of who you think
1: you're going with. I mean, I'd love me some Andy Reid and Mahomes. Um, I think what they're doing on offense is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very unique and original. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really fun way as a viewer to watch the game because Andy Reid is such a unique coach where he'll coach to his players as opposed to trying to make his players play a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so he really highlights his athletes, really highlights the skill sets, um, I think that's what's really fun, um, and they got a pretty rock solid defense. Like I don't think they get a lot of credit. Honestly, it's not amazing, but like their they defense, the their defensive line is solid. Like Chris Jones is playing out of his mind as a defensive tackle right now. The dude's a beast down there. Yeah, it's. Um, but if there's one thing that is going to slow down Chris Jones, it's the Eagles' offensive line. Those boys move some bodies. Yeah, they are trucking people i mean
0: i'm a huge fan of the kelsey brothers their new new heights podcast is one of my faves um and watching, it's given me like appreciation for the offensive line. That and Taylor One from Busting with the Boys. I've been watching the offensive line more. My old position, my old stomping grounds was a man. <laughs> I was once a man in the you're, trenches myself. You're dan-
1: down in the trenches, dude.
0: Yeah. Um, was just um, a blast to so been watching that. And I feel like the holes these men are running through. You
1: can drive a goddamn school bus through some of these holes, dude. Yeah, it's untouched coming through these things is just crazy. Um, So I think that's a big thing with the Philly offensive line is that I think they can truly combat that defensive line. And they play a different style of football than the Chiefs do. Um, They're a little bit more ground and pound, but also they got the run pass option, and I love Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts might be the most uh, – hot take here real hot yeah. take might be the most um might go down as the best like
1: complete all around maybe like QB not is complete what you're all around but like um
0: run first quarterback yeah i don't think he may i don't even classify him as a run first quarterback really but i don't know what i don't know what type of quarterback you would even call him He's not. He's not a typical. Yeah.
1: He's creating.
0: He's I not think, Mike Vick.
1: I think he's creating a new. I mean, this is the. This is Nick Sirianni putting this in. Right. Um. Eagles head coach does a great job. Again, I think they're both great coaches. So I think that's why it's such a big part of their mm-hmm. success. Um. But creating an offense that really highlights Jalen Hurts. And the offensive unit that they have around him, um, they're kind of just going all RPO options, you know.
0: Yeah, and he, um, and he's beaten Mike Vick's um, single season rushing record for the yeah. Eagles, and that's saying something because Mike Vick was a cheat code at one point.
1: Yeah, you get him on Madden, you wouldn't I mean, ever like you just run around in circles. That's like, a fielding. that's
0: a run first quarterback.
1: Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, yeah maybe like I would say, um, Justin Fields. Okay that's like a run first um I think talking on and I don't know much Tim Tibo so, Tim Tebow.
0: not Tim Tibo Run Tebow run, run, run first
1: Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow got a bad chick to do is throwing like little floaters yeah. across the middle of the field. Yeah. yeah Never right. had a great arm. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. We're like we don't like we're not analysts over here, but this is right. just a fun way to kind of discuss what we see as a com- maybe a common viewer. But
0: Yeah, you're going to have to check me on these football facts. And I, and, I'm, and I don't mind that. Um, if I'm going to make a prediction, I really do enjoy um, watching the Eagles. I thought they got a bad break all year. As in the idea of like no one really respecting them, even though they were at one point 11-0? I think so. 10-0? Something like that, dude. Um, really solid. I'm going to go with the Eagles. You're going Eagles? I'm going Eagles. Because I don't know if Mahomes' ankle is fully going to recover because I twisted my ankle. On a, yeah, on a, did you on watch a...
1: him play though last week?
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. He was hobbling around quite a bit.
1: Yeah, but he was still getting the... I mean, he was still yeah. balling. I don't think it really affected him at all. There were some throws I saw he's that. a good he's a great enough player, I don't think, mm-hmm. to even really have that bother him. And now he's gonna be you get an off week as well. So now this is three weeks right after the I, ankle. I injury. just know
0: that I twisted my ankle <laughs> on a dog toy <laughs> yeah. and it's been two months and this thing still pops and hurts. Every day, yeah. So I have no idea how a pro football player can fix his. I mean, I get how they can, but just the idea of how quick these people recover and play on things is, is crazy to me.
1: I mean, he wasn't feeling great at all. No, he was, he was. still playing well. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully I think. He, I don't think that's. I don't think that's really a factor. I think you okay. can just like take that out of the equation. Wow. Great. Okay. So
0: then you're saying he's good. So what's your what's your he's guess good.
1: here? I think we got to factor this in as he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. Honest, like, honestly, I thought you were going to pick the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot that points in that direction of wanting to be the Chiefs. But I think we didn't even talk about the Phillies defense yet, though. They're like, I believe they were the third best defense in the league in terms of like points per game, yards per game, all of that factoring wow. in. 49ers wow. are number one. I don't know who's number two off the top, off, off the rip here. Let's um, say I believe, I believe Philly is number three is, wow. what, they, is what they're at. Um, and so you talk about an offense that's number like, you know, three, four, five, somewhere in that zone, mm-hmm. number three defense. It, it's really hard to pick, you know, to pick against Philly at this point. They're so solid. It's so... Yeah. Um, but... I mean, just to spice it up, I'll, I'll pick the Chiefs here. I'll pick the Chiefs. Right. And I'll that, pick the Chiefs because of the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes magic. If there's anyone that's going to really score points and put some points on the board, pretty like not at will, but put 21, 24 yeah. points on and the board. Travis it, it's, Kelsey having a hell of a season this year. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a beast. Can't be stopped. Yeah. So just seems to find the ball. Yeah, he's always over. Would open. you rather
0: have Gronk or Travis Kelsey? Kelsey. Prime, Prime Croc, Gronk or Prime Travis Kelsey? I'm taking Kelsey.
1: You know, if you, if you year talk about it. After year after year, the dude is a machine. Yeah, I think I take Prime Gronk. He gets hurt. all. The, are you taking, like, he never gets hurt? He never gets hurt. It's just for a season, you're taking him. Okay. And then Prime Gronk, yeah.
0: Prime Gronk was unbelievable. Yeah, he was changed change the position unstoppable.
1: Yeah, he was the one of the first guys to really flip the um like flip the role of a tight end. Totally. And if you talk to anyone who plays that position,
0: they all say he's uh, goaded. Yeah. Um, Antonio also, Gates is up there
1: too. I will have to say. Oh,
0: Antonio Gates with LT, that black yeah. face mask. That that was my favorite Chargers teams.
1: Yeah, were really good. Was yeah, so much fun to Antonio watch. Antonio Gates, the Danny and Tomlinson over there.
0: There's a guy, um, Sean Merriman. Do you remember Sean Merriman? Yeah, of course. Mr. Light Switch, the yeah. Light Switch dance. Wow, that, that was some good football back in the day. Also in Arizona at the same time, which is my one of my favorite golf tournaments of all year, is the Waste Management Open. Um, if you guys don't watch golf and you're thinking about watching it for the first time, do yourself a favor, turn this tournament on. It's, it's one of the best tournaments to watch, hands down. Right, it's hands down. It's a viewer-friendly tournament. There's cheering. Whole sixteen is iconic, especially
1: people that are in the age bracket that we're in right T-totally. now. That it's- like want to have fun playing golf, mm-hmm. and it really, really does truly embellish that. Like, it, this is just a fun golf tournament that you want to be a part of. Like, they get the crowd going. People are, are flowing. People are lining up at like three, four in the morning to get inside this get, golf course yeah, to get into the hole 16 and yeah. sit there because people. It's a basically like
0: a coliseum seating for a golf hole, and people boo you if you don't hit the green, and they celebrate you if you hit the green. And then God forbid you make a hole oh, one there.
1: <laughs> place the place it, is the rain is getting watered by by brewskis.
0: I, I would un, I would understand this year if they. Um, take away throwing beer on the field, on the course. Because it, uh, last year, people were doing chip-ins, making birdie putts, and they're throwing beers. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's got to be a hole-in-one. I want to
1: see it, though. Like a
0: chip-in from the sand. I know, I wanna okay.
1: See it. uh, it's too much. You think it's too much? Too much. If there's one time to go crazy on a golf tournament, though, that this is the one. It's, it's the one sure. hole, and you on, let it on, fly.
0: On, on, a, on a round that matters, on a big shot, Sure. A normal chip in for a man who's not making the cut till Saturday, you know, not making the cut on Saturday is rough because you got to sit there, pick (laughs) up all the beer, and and everyone's doing it. But it's a tournament to watch. I'm going to throw out my um, predictions three people who I think are to watch at this tournament. We don't know the field, but I'm just assuming who's going to be in. Yeah. I'm going to throw out,
1: um, I'm going to say John Rum. I mean, how could you how could you not go against John Rahm right now? The dude's playing out of his mind. Right.
0: I'm gonna say John Rahm. I'm gonna throw a guy who played great last year and maybe make another hot Thigala.
1: Yeah, I love Sahith. Yeah. I think he's an unbelievable golfer. Mm-hmm. I love his action towards the ball, mm-hmm. and um, I, but my favorite part about him is I just I just actually love him. He's really animated. and He's a fun guy to watch right. play. Um, right. Came super close to winning last year, um, but fell a little bit short on that last hole. Yeah. Um, so yeah, love that pick and JT if he's in it. He was actually surprisingly a little off of his game at Tory. Did you, did you watch? Yeah, you he bet? wasn't
0: there. wasn't too wasn't too. Uh,
1: it was kind of a shocking to but see. But I've been
0: watching videos of him playing recently, and he's been um, looking great. Yeah, uh, he's been uh, I have up. a feeling it's gonna play real here for JT out there and he plays really well with the crowd. Yeah. He loves it. He does. He plays He loves a little heat. He does. He's like, you know, he's one of Tiger's from what I see. He does. Best friend. Yeah. And if you're one of Tiger's best friends, you, you're you going to have to be okay with a little bit of heat. Of course. So who, who would you think? Who are your three people to watch?
1: I'm actually going to go a completely different route mm-hmm. a little bit than you. Um, I've got a couple of reaches here. Actually. Love that. Um, But still players to look out for. And guys that I love their game. Um, I think first and foremost, this is going to actually probably surprise you that I'm going to say this right now, mm-hmm. but I got Ricky Fowler probably linked in top 10. I would
0: love to see Ricky Fowler come out and throw a round together. Do you imagine him hitting like a close one six team?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's the man to do it. He's the guy that is a crowd favorite, loves mm-hmm. a little bit of the party, Yeah, has no problem playing in the limelight, and... I, I truly think that I'm going to make a prediction here and I will say that I think he finishes in the top 50 for the FedEx Cup. Wow, let's put money year. on that. I, I, if there is time, I think it's right now because the dude played really well and I know that he's been working with Butch Harmon and getting a swing down right and he's gone through a full swing change over the last three seasons, I believe, because he almost lost his tour card. He's only kept it because he's been exempt from a couple of his wins a few years ago. Wow. So he's gone through a full swing change, gone through that yeah. whole situation. And I truly think that he's in for a great year. Cause I watched him a little bit at Torrey and he was putting together some great shots. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. So that's who I got for, um, a guy to look out for. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, maybe a guy that, that finished in the top five, wow. maybe a guy that gets a guy that, that wins. I don't know. Any of these guys I think can win. Right. Um, Another guy that I love to see because um, I think his game is rock solid and has been for a long time, and I just don't think that he wins enough. I'm actually shocked that he doesn't win more. Is Xander Shoffley? Oh yeah, that be uh, Xander might come out and do some crazy. So that's another guy that I, I love and mm-hmm. is a prediction. You know, I de- definitely a top ten guy mm-hmm. every single weekend if he's got his if he's got his stuff um there's a man i forgot who i love and he fell off a little bit last
0: year who's that sky Scheffler.
1: yeah i was i was gonna maybe i was debating between him um and rory if rory's in the field i love him i love watching him play Mm -hmm. so like obviously i was trying to go maybe a little bit more unconventional so um Let's see if Sam Burns is in the field. Ooh, if Sam Burns is in the field, that's another semi-reacher. But it is can Sam d- Burns and live, though. Ooh, we got to fact check that because I don't Should, know. I don't, I don't know. Th- I don't think he. I thought he was. I know a you're. PGA a, yeah, I, I think he is in the PGA yeah, Tour. Okay. Still, you, you scared so, me for a little. bit. I know. Bit. Let's
0: go with those three. I think that's great, buddy.
1: So those are my three picks. Um, you know, any any of those guys in the top ten? I think. I think that's. T- Definitely, it's going to be a good payout. Maybe not Xander as much, but.
0: Yeah. I think those are great picks. And to round this off, we like to do this uh, little segment at the end of the podcast called Featured Match. Basically, mm. it's going to be um, we're going to pick, you know, different people, things, items, fictional characters to. We're going to argue each point and see who we think would win in a match play. Match play uh, golf event. Golf
1: event. Yeah. 18 holes. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. Actually, let's pick the course. Yeah. Um, I think. Can we play Pebble for this week? Because Pebble is essentially where the. Um, oh my gosh, help me out here. The Pro Am's going on this weekend. Right.
0: Well, we can just throw out whatever course they're playing this weekend. Yeah. So it's going to be a match play of Pebble. Yep. Considering the conditions on the coast. Right. and everything. In, in February. Right. I'm gonna and the two people who are gonna be playing this year or this another shape of this match are gonna be Mr.
1: Clean. Right? Yeah, I mean just Mr. Clean, just yeah. rock solid man. And the Michelin man. And just another beast. Yeah. Just another beast. Just another
0: uh, heavy hitter for years to come. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna start the pitch off with Michelin man. If we're talking about weather and reliability, because there's gonna be some weather out there, there's not a better person <laughs> to go that than Michelin man. He's going to get the job done. He's going to get you there. He is. He's going to, he has power, but he's also got the fundamentals and the, and the wherewithal to stay within the lines. He's not, he's not going to blow, he's not going to blow your hair back, but he's going to get you some distance. He's going to get you from point A to point B and he's going to stay within the
1: lines. I think he can really get some serious distance out
0: there. Yeah. And the wither isn't going to throw him off
1: one bit. He's going to be able to trek through. If there's a little bit of rain and residue in the morning. What well, matter? That man, man is, is strong, trucking right he's solid the thing. Yeah, and um, you know he can get deflated. He a he, bit. he can get
0: hard on himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can. He can, yeah. Get, he can get a little. He can get a little hot headed as well. A little, little air headed, of, of course. Of and, course, um, he can. And, that's, you know, and, that's, and that's, that's, a,
1: that's that's weather dependent. Maybe that's the only downside there. Right, but, and, he, and but he's still gonna golfing, figure it out.
0: He's gonna he's gonna give you his best best effort, and when the and when the chips are down,
1: you can rely on this man. He's Mr. Durable, yeah, and yeah. I, and he's I Mr. Durable there, and I feel like that's perfect little segue here because you got Mr. Clean, and this is a little bit of a different situation because if it's Mr. Clean and if it's Mr. Perfect mm-hmm. for perfect conditions, I feel like this is not even really a close battle. Really? you think Mr. Clean's pulling away that easily with if it? it's, it's if it's nice conditions? I mean, he's cleaning up the competition. He's the amount of discipline that this man has. Yeah, hygiene, sleep, right, diet, right, workout. He is a sixty-three-year-old chiseled man. We really don't know how old he is. I, who knows? He's timeless. He.
0: <laughs> he that is bald, timeless. the bald, shiny head head of that man is timeless. I mean, banger commercials, making making moms at home happy
1: as all can be. Right. And it just looks like he just cleans the shit out of places. And he does it so well to perfection every single time. He takes that kind of precision to the golf course. Yeah. I can't say I have him in my cabinet. I do. Okay. I actually, funny you say that. Actually, Katie was telling me, hey, go grab a Mr. Clean magic eraser. Wow. And I had a magic er eraser. He he has multiple
0: aspects to his game, too. He's not just... He's not just one. He's not the spray guy. Yeah, he's, not, he's got. He's other, multifaceted. He's, he's got, got other all. Pa-
1: parts of his game, just like the Mister, um, just like the Michelin Man does. Yeah, but you, you know, Michelin Man also loves a good restaurant. <laughs> he does. He the, does. The Michelin Man. <laughs> he who, loves to chow out a little bit,
0: and, and sometimes you got to keep it better diet, or for right. worse.
1: And Mister Clean always keeps it high and tight. And um, but you know that's okay though because you know you got John Daly over there. Yeah, he's fine yeah i mean that is true He's, i don't and think john daly could still play golf So, the Michelin but if you're talking about diet and you're talking about um just straight up discipline and dedication to the craft mm-hmm. i think it's mr clean and i think he really kind of has that tiger rory mentality where like these dudes are constantly working on themselves yeah and working on the mental game a lot too
0: i just feel like he he doesn't wow me I think I think if you're talking about Tiger I'm and kind of, Rory. I don't blame you. I think if you're talking about Tiger and Rory, there's some wow to their game,
1: even though they are strong fundamentally. You've never seen a Mr. Clean commercial and, and say, wow, look at I, that, I've man. I've
0: seen Mr. Clean commercials. You were I just thought, talking
1: about how the household. Uh, always
0: spotless. But like, yeah, you cleaned a house. Like anyone could clean a house.
1: I thought you were just saying that he gets up.
0: He does, and I you, mean, and, does you a great, and you and you does does get up a, to see him clean things. Does, You're like, look at this guy. He Does <laughs> do a great job, but so does me. So do I on a Sunday morning. I hung think we out. clearly know who our picks are here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and you know, it is all on the hips for me as well with Mister Clean. That man can move his hips with a broom. And for whatever reason, I always see him using a Swiffer or broom. Uh, My pick, for
1: sure. He's doing yoga on the side, I heard, as well. Yeah, he's really working on his flexibility this year. Yeah. We (laughs) don't know how old he is, but damn, you know he's doing time. He's timeless because he's doing Pilates and yoga. He's
0: really working on it and and all aspects of it. I'm going to go with um, this this match, considering the uh, man he is or item he is. I don't know really (laughs) what he is. But Let's I'm, gonna call go, him man. I'm gonna call him this. I'm gonna go Michelin Man, and I think he wins on the seventeenth hole.
1: Mm. I, I like the pick. It's not a bad pick. I mean, yeah. can you really go wrong with either? I mean, this. I feel like it's very, very equal here, and this is like it's just a fun way to debate who's gonna be a better golfer, right, on think, this in, you, on this particular day, and I think if you don't go with Michelin Man, you're probably wrong. I mean that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> because I'm gonna say the exact same thing about you. And I will have to say mm-hmm. it is a little bit of a, a risky pick because I know they're gonna be playing at Pebble Beach. Right. In the conditions, I know there's not gonna be perfection there. Right. And we addressed that Mr. Clean and we've heard from the scouts and they said that he, he is not the best, you know, adversity over. He grew up in a country club. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Of course.
0: He's used he's used to pretty pristine golf courses and pebbles no joke but there's weather there i'm
1: but. hesitating to pick him now but for that reason because i know that it's going to be an issue right it's going to arise and it, we're going to have to see i didn't even take a look at the forecast it's pretty sunny up there yeah i mean they're doing practice rounds and stuff right we saw it today it, it looks it looked like it was a nice condition saw some highlights mm-hmm I'm still going Mr. Clean though. I, I truly think because of his discipline and like what he's able to do mm-hmm. on the course, decision making, you know, his dedication, how hard he works, the core strength. I mean, the man is a razzle-dazzle machine out there, but he's not doing it in a heroic fashion. He's just doing it super disciplined, hitting aggressively to a spot right. every t- every single time. And, and
0: I respect that pick. I respect this matchup. What what do you think he's winning on what
1: hole? I think he like I think he closes up and clutches up on the 18th
0: yeah it's a close match no matter what so uh, yeah you guys please tweet at us who you think is going to win this match and if you have any suggestions on some feature matches you would like to hear or see let us know um, Wow man. What a great first episode. What a
1: great opening podcast right there, buddy. We really uh, found our stride there. Yeah, it, cool. it, start,
0: it you know, started rough. <laughs> and that's going to happen. And we and, and just like life, sometimes you start rough and you finish strong. I mean, it's called In the Cabbage. So. In the Cabbage for a reason. Yeah. Um, so much fun. Finding I, our way. So I, I expect us to have some... We're going to try to get out bi-weekly. And hopefully go weekly as soon as we can figure out how that all works out. Um I enjoy this immensely. Thank you for uh, doing this with us yeah, buddy. and doing it with Super me. Fun. And, Super um, fun. Super fun. Well, can,
1: where, where can people find us? Because I know ooh, you just great. actually
0: recently. Great.
1: I think you recently just did something for us that was pretty right. cool. We just signed us up for. So
0: you can look us up on the internet. Um, we're in the cabbage um, and we're being hosted by Podbean. Um, we will have a Twitter in the cabbage, Instagram in the cabbage, Um, all major social media platforms and all major uh, listening platforms, you'll be able to find us. And, um, you know, please subscribe, please listen, please download, like. Those are all things that will help us live our dream out of doing this full time. Um, But in the meantime, we'll hopefully talk to you guys soon. And this is In the Cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging.